get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, I'm so excited about this podcast. This was really created from me wanting to share what I've learned over the last decade to get me into the space that I'm in. Listen, I am not a financial planner and I do not know all things financial. However, there are some obvious financial accomplishments that I have. I'm a small business owner, which we know is one of the best ways to build wealth. I have a thriving mental health practice where I employ about 33 other staff members. Just last year, we hit $1 million in revenue within the year. And this is an awesome feat because only 4% of women-owned businesses hit that target every year. It's probably a smaller percentage for Black-owned businesses, Black women-owned businesses, excuse me. Um, So I have also done a great job of acquiring a lot of real estate. I have acquired residential and commercial real estate, both in Minnesota and out of Minnesota. And then my babies are trust fund babies, right? And so that means my kids are good. That means my kids' kids are good. My kids' kids' kids are good, right? So I I know a little bit of something about financially. Just recently, I was able to purchase this beautiful historic bank in North Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, That's not what's really dope though. But I mean, all that is cool, right? But it's about where I started, right? I'm actually gonna be completely transparent with y'all about my journey. I wanna teach you these lessons as the Lord taught them to me, all through life challenges and trials and blessings that got me here. Here's what's number one. I believe that there are biblical principles and practices that if we follow, we can live an amazing life. Listen, if you're not a believer, don't turn it off just yet. I believe that God is sovereign and omnipotent and omniscient and that anyone that follows these principles and practices can have financial freedom. Here's the disclaimer with that though. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, it will be very hard to successfully pull off some of these. I still think there's a lot of wisdom to gain though. Here's what I believe about finances. This is really important. I believe that most people are living beneath what they could be living in financially, right? I believe that God wants more for you, that he's an intentional God. He has you listening right now because he wants you to hear this. Let me tell you the first principle. And then I'll start my story. Matthew 6, 33. I'm not a preacher, y'all. I love the word of God, but I'm not a preacher. Matthew 6, 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and everything else will be added to you. Another version, what I like better, says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Right before this scripture in the word, God is rightly asking the people like, why are y'all worried about the clothes y'all wear? Why are y'all worried about eating? 
right? Like I take care of the birds and nice air. I take care of the fish in the sea, the lilies in the field. Y'all are my kids. You're my children, right? Why would I not do even more for you? But you need to seek me first. Okay. So I believe everything in the written word is good. I believe all of it is good learning and teaching for us to be able to live a very accomplished, prosperous life. Let me tell you how this message like immediately like hit my life nine years ago. I had been married for about eight years. It was a pretty bad marriage. We were both unhappy. I was still drinking. I'm seven years sober now, but this was nine years ago and I was still in my youth. We were like not getting along. I had my 14 year old daughter and then I had three boys three boys with him that were six, five, and three. Six, five, and three. Okay. One day he calls me and he says, well, I'm at work. Hey, I'm going to go down south and live with my dad for a while and see if I can't find a job, find some work. I'm like, what? That's what I'm thinking. I don't say that. The only thing I say to him is like, can you make sure that you say goodbye to your boys? Don't judge my response, right? Like, I know that that wasn't the nicest thing to say, but that's what I was thinking. Like, just make sure you say goodbye to your kids. That night I come home. We don't speak because we're mostly not on talking terms. The next day I go to work and he calls me again, this time from the bus station. And he's like, listen, I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm going down south. Like, kind of like, good luck with that. I'm like, what? I'm left y'all like I'm sitting here completely like shocked. Like, what am I going to, you know, people talk, right. But you don't really expect anybody to really do it. I got four kids. I can't afford no house, no car, all those things on my own. Like, right. Within a year, I lose everything. I had already had a bankruptcy on my record. Now I got a foreclosure. I didn't know what I was going to do. I moved into one of my mom's rental properties and then very quickly, I don't even know how it happened. Like, I don't know if it was in the transition or whatever. We somehow transparent, right? Completely transparent. We contracted bed bugs, like out the blue. It was crazy. I had to throw everything away. This was God moving. I didn't know at the time, but this is God working. I threw everything away. We moved into one of my mom's empty rental properties. We still got the bed bugs. Like I'm going into my boy's room, like in the middle of the night, like lifting up the covers. There's like bed bugs crawling all like this was like a traumatizing time. All of it was crazy. And at some point I just snapped. Like I was like, we're throwing everything away. We got to get out of here. We take the clothes on our back, a few extra clothes. I take them to the laundromat dry them on super high dry, right? So that I can be able to like kill whatever bed bugs are on there. And then I put all the clothes in a bin and take them to storage. And we move into my mama's house. She got this beautiful three bedroom house. So it wasn't like, it was like horrid living conditions. She had one room furnished, just her, her room. We move into the floor. I'm on one side with the boys. My daughter's in one room. And God just began to reveal to me you need to seek me first. I know what y'all are thinking. Like, what in the heck? What am I listening to? What does this have to do with finances? Listen, it has everything to do with finances. You see, seeking God, putting God first, ch chasing after his righteousness, and then expecting everything else to come, 
is actually the opposite of what the world does, right? So think about it. The world teaches us chase opportunities, chase the bag, right? Like that's the big one, chase the bag, chase the, the, the big breaks, chase a, 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 the, another dream, right? It doesn't teach us to chase God, right? And then what happens is we're in the position where we're just going from one opportunity right? One piece, one bag of money to the next, right? We're all over the place. And here's what I think financial freedom, the way that you can really get financial freedom, right? And really have financial prosperity is chase God, not the bag. Listen, this was hard for me to grasp too, but I was on the floor. <laughs> so it was a little easier for me because I'm kind of a knucklehead, right? I'm the one that's going to be like, Lord, you got to show me like 15 times, right? And so I think God had to remove everything from me for me to really get this concept. Y'all got to be like that, right? You ain't got to lose everything for you to pivot right now, right? What he wants to teach is that if I chase him first, if you chase him first, if you put him first, let me tell you what that means, right? That means you make him number one. That means you make him your priority, that means you live a life according and aligned with him, his values, right? The belief and faith that you're supposed to have. He tells you to move left. You move left. He tells you to stop. He tells you not to partner. He tells you, nope, not that bag of dough. Nope, not that opportunity. Nope, not that job, right? If you align with him, he's saying everything else will follow. I'm saying everything else will follow. What happened was, is that once I was able to lose everything and I was to chase God, then everything else came. I'm going to tell y'all, it's so crazy. There have been times where I was so aligned and so attuned with God that I would be in the position where money was chasing me. Let me just say that again, <laughs> because I would be in situations where people like God would be like, go talk to those people. And I'd be like, OK, they don't really know me. He'd be like, go talk to those people. I'd be like, OK, Lord, I go talk to those people. Those people would say, how much money do you need? How, how much money do you need us to fundraise for you? I'm talking about every opportunity. Right. And I'm going to get into it. I'm going to talk about all of them. I never bought anything of my own. I always had people giving me money because I never chased the bag. I always chase God and then everything else followed. That's the principle. Chase God, not the bag. Okay. For none of those, for those people that don't believe, right? I get it. If you have believed, you know, you're a not believer. You're like, mm, hold on. I, I don't really, I don't really get into chasing God. I'm not really a believer like that. That's cool. This is what I would say. What I would say is the world's way is to constantly be going after money, wherever there's money, right? Wherever there's status, whatever there's materials, right? That that's what you need to follow. And what that does is that has you all over the place. It has you literally running in circles. You're not grounded in anything. You're not rooted in anything. It's what you're doing is not based on your value system. It's not based on sort of like what your mission is, your personal mission, or maybe the mission for your agency or what you're trying to accomplish, right? And so you chasing after money does not work either. So what I would recommend, even if you're not a believer in God, right, is that maybe you more so chase your values, right? Chase after what your personal mission is, what your purpose and called maybe to do. Maybe that's wrong language. But I would say chasing the bag is actually anti-productive. 
it's actually counterintuitive. I mean, it feels like it makes sense because that's what the world says, but it actually doesn't work. Plus, getting money is never hard. <laughs> it's the sustainment of the money. We're going to talk about that, right? It's about the flow, the cash flow of money. It's not necessarily getting it. Money's everywhere, right? Okay. So imagine me, y'all, on my mama's floor with my four babies struggling. Now at this time, it's like a year and a half later. It's like my daughter's almost 16, eight, seven, and five, right? I'm seeking God like never before. I ain't got nothing. So I ain't got nothing else to do. So I'm seeking God. And guess what? I sought him and then everything else followed. Okay, I'm done. Listen, my hope for this podcast is that you learn to be a resource for your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Listen, I know how hard it is for some of us to make this decision, but if you haven't been vaccinated yet, now is the time. This Omicron variant, y'all, it ain't no joke. The only way to protect you and your family is to get the vaccine. If you're on the fence and haven't yet, I understand. I didn't get the shot at first either because as a black woman, I just didn't trust the healthcare system, but I did it afraid because I didn't want to get COVID-19 and die, then leave my four kids without their mama. So here's what I need you to do. Call your doctor or pharmacy and make an appointment to get the shot. The state of Minnesota and Ramsey County have free clinics that offer the vaccine. You can find one near your house by going to their website at ramseycounty.us backslash COVID vaccine or simply call 651-266-1190. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your community. I'm Melissa with The Greenery Minneapolis, and we are a plant shop in Mercantile. We primarily work with houseplants and houseplant accompaniments. I'm incredibly grateful to be a RISE recipient. It came at exactly the right time. I was needing the buffer income to be able to execute my vision. And the grant has allowed us the capabilities to bulk up our inventory and to be able to catch up on some of the things that we might have gotten behind on. Just in the transition from moving from one space to the next. And this is really giving us the leverage and the resources to continue to move forward.